Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, back again with another wonderful episode of the IDP Army podcast. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at 50 Shades of Drunk. This is going to be the week seven waiver wire targets uh, show for IDP fantasy football. We're going to recap uh, how there's, or well, week eight rather, sorry. Um, we're going to recap how week seven went. We're going to get you set up for week eight waivers. Um, there's some good guys, uh, a lot of people coming back from the, the bipocalypse, as they were calling it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get you guys rocking and rolling over that, go over some of the big weeks we just had, and then get you out of here and get you ready for uh, get you ready for week eight. So uh, let's get it going. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. All right, welcome back. Like I said, this is the IDP Army podcast. We're going to go over week eight waiver wire targets. We're going to talk about how the week seven went. Before we get into that, do me a favor. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, give this video a thumbs up. I would appreciate it. And give the channel a subscribe if you have not done that. Um, before we jump into all that today, I do want to tell you guys something cool I got going on. So most of you know, probably by now you've heard me talk about it a lot. The Ultimate IDP Index, that's our big product. You know, this is all our content. You know, we help you guys win your fantasy leagues, but we we offer some other things too in the Patreon, the Discord. But the main product we have is is the Ultimate IDP Index, which is really awesome. I want to give you guys a chance, guys and gals, a chance to get in on that for free for a month. Okay, we have well over uh, our community is, is is huge. You know, I mean, if you get, the numbers on the back end are, are really awesome. Um, our community on Patreon's like I think we have sixty right now, sixty seventy, um, but we have thousands of people that consume the content, which is awesome. And a lot of you guys do not have access to the Ultimate IDP Index, so I want to give you a chance to get it for free. So here's what you can do: get it free for one month. Okay, use the link below in this video or in the podcast description and go sign up for Underdog Fantasy. All right, when you do that, they're going to give you a free ten dollars to play on there. You're getting $10, okay? Screenshot that. When you sign up using that link, screenshot it. Go to Twitter and follow at SemiProFantasy, all right? At SemiProFantasy. That's going to be the parent company, the parent brand of the IDP Army and all the other stuff that we got going and building, okay? Follow that. DM that screenshot to that account. DMs are open. 
and I will give you one month access for free, completely free, no strings attached to the Ultimate IDP Index. And if you're already in the Patreon, okay, if you already have the Ultimate IDP Index, you guys can get on this too, okay? You can get a free month. Go down, do the same thing. Click the link in the description of this video or in the podcast. Sign up for Underdogs. Send the screenshot to the DMs of at SemiProFantasy on Twitter. You do that. Next month when you get charged on Patreon for for your thing, I'll refund it right back to you. All right? You can get a month for free. Underdog's awesome, okay? If you guys don't know what Underdog is, we do a whole show now on the channel based around Underdog, the platform for fantasy football. Me and my man Dave Kluge. Um, It's a great platform for weekly fantasy, daily fantasy, um, and not just football. You know, they have some really cool draft-based stuff around the NBA, golf, it's awesome and it's growing. And you guys know me. I've been in on Sleeper for a long time. I, I you know, and I try to look ahead and and underdogs, it's got a lot of good things coming. So we are big underdog people here. Like I said, this is your chance to get a free month of the Ultimate IDP Index. You're gonna get 10 bucks to play on underdog. That's two tournaments on the weekend where you could get a chance to win like ten thousand dollars for free. Plus, you're getting the ultimate IDP index. Okay. So go do it. You have nothing to lose. Um and yeah, I want to show you guys what we got going on. Get some feedback because the Ultimate IDP Index is going to go up, up, up this next year. And if you don't know what it is, maybe it is your first day here and you're like, what is this guy rambling about? The Ultimate IDP Index, it has tiered IDP rankings, dynasty trade values, okay? It has player production profiles going back three and four years on a lot of these guys. Contract information, we got write-ups on there for guys, the stuff that you can't find anywhere else that I've put this information into, curated this list. We're closing in, I think, over 200 individual players in there. Um, it's awesome. It's the best resource for IDP fantasy football. So I want to give you a chance to get in on it for free. Like I said, click the link below, screenshot it when you sign up, send it to at Semi-Pro Fantasy. We'll link you up for a month of that. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about this last week. Okay. We did have a few injuries. Um, uh, I saw that Jabril Peppers went out with a knee injury. That's one thing we're definitely going to have to monitor. Um, I saw that uh, J- Jerome Baker went out, didn't got one point. You know, I was really counting on Jerome Baker this week in a lot of leagues. I'm sure a lot of people were um, got knocked out early. They said the MRI came back clean and that he should be quote unquote fine. But, um, you know, until he until I don't understand why he didn't come back in that game, if that's true. So I'm a little bit worried there. Um We'll have to watch that. C.J. Mosley ended up not playing with a hamstring injury, and one of the replacement running back or linebackers I just saw, um, he was really early in the season on the waiver wire show. Um, oh gosh, what's, what's this guy's last name? It's kind of complicated to pronounce. Oh, it's a Jamin Sherwood. Sorry, I'm thinking about the other guy. Um, Jamin Jamin Sherwood. Okay, he's injured, so he's not going to be playing now. C.J. Mosley's kind of banged up, so you did see a good week this week. Um, oh, Quincy Williams also got banged up. I think he left that game with concussion. So the, 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 the jets are banged up. I mean, they're just, they're a mess. Okay. They're already a mess, but offensively, defensively, this team is a wreck. Um, Delshawn Phillips is a name who I don't have on the, the later portion of the waiver wire show, but you should definitely look into him going forward. Um, and Quincy Williams concussion, I think he'll be back this week. I don't think he, um, I don't think that's going to be a long-term thing. So, and and he's uh, playing a ton of snaps, you know. I mean, the Jets, again, played a, a zillion snaps this last week. Both their safeties had great weeks. Um, but those are the, the primary injuries we're kind of watching. We had Chandler Jones miss the game because of COVID. Um, you know, but the bye, you were already kind of struggling. Dante Fowler actually ended up being put on IR this last week. I saw, um, oh, this is an interesting one. Christian Kirksey broke uh, – his thumb apparently so 
maybe Zach Cunningham actually starts getting some more snaps because his snap trend has been real, real, real bad so far this season. So, um, all right, that's enough bad news. Let's talk about some of the good news. Let's talk about some of the good weeks we had this week. Um, Sam Hubbard showing up in a big way this week. Uh, three solo tackles, two tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks. Love to see Sam Hubbard get a sack. He's not really a sack guy. Um, you know, he really gets his production on the back of playing a lot of snaps, getting a lot of tackles, but two and a half, that's a good pop game for him. He ended up being, I believe the second or third highest scoring defensive lineman on the week, three quarterback hits, a pass deflection as well in there. So kudos to him. Um, you know, I don't know exactly where he is on the season right now, but he's going to continue to produce for you week in and week out. I would not pull him out of your lineups. I know we haven't got a lot of boom games from him, but maybe he's turning a page. Yannick Ngakwe. Okay, so he's been doing very well this year, getting plenty of pressures, and he more or less took over this game yesterday defensively. Um, two solo tackles, two tackles for loss. He had a boatload of pressures, two sacks, two quarterback hits, two passes defended. The passes defended are things that I love to see. You know, at IDP, it's you know it's an impact play. Two tackles for loss. I mean, so he had two, four tack. He had four impact plays in this game. You know, when you when a guy's getting four impact plays you know, when he has that ability plus two sacks, the tackle floor, which is always kind of a joke with Yannick, it's like a running punchline. It doesn't really bother you as much, you know, when you, when you do see the true upside that he, he brings to the table for you. So, um, really, really good to see him get that game going. Uh, he and Max Crosby have both been having a great season. Um, Raiders defense is looking better. Raiders overall are looking okay. You know, I wondered if there would be a little bit of a, I don't know, situation, issue. Maybe they would just completely come undone. When Gruden left, they seem like they're a fine unit. They seem like they're very resilient. And Yannick and Crosby got something to prove this year. They said before the season started they wanted to be the best pass rush duo in the league. Low-key, they might be. They might be. Rashawn Gary, here's another. Okay, quickly, sidebar. Rashawn Gary drafted in, what was the year, 2018 or 2019? Um Someone tell me. Okay, 2019. That pass rush class may go down as like one of the best ever. Rashawn Gary, Montez Sweat, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns. Um, was Ed Oliver in that class too? I think Ed Oliver was in that class. Quinnen Williams, I think, was in that class. Um, man, it was just a crazy class. And you're seeing all these guys. Really, Max Crosby was in that class. Chase Winovich was in that class. You're seeing all these guys kind of pop. Rashawn Gary, the most recent of the group, playing plenty of snaps for the Green Bay Packers now that, um, you know, with Darius Smith going on IR with the back injury early in the season and now Preston Smith dealing with some stuff. Rashawn Gary is their primary pass rusher um, kind of suddenly out of nowhere. He was featured in the sleeper videos leading up to this, this season, the the series I did right before your drafts and all that. <clears throat> and he's paying big dividends, four assists, three solos, two sacks, four quarterback hits, and a forced fumble yesterday, playing right around 70% of snaps, I believe, this last week. Um, and they're still juicing the tank, you know. He he and I think the rest of the way it's gonna be like this. He's kind of earned and solidified himself as a starter, as the starter. Uh, don't really see that going anywhere. So hopefully you have Rashawn Gary. If you don't, go look into him. And I'm really interested to see if the trajectory of this 2019 pass rush class continues to look as good as it looks right now. Now, even with some guys dealing with injuries and other little odds and ends, they're still as an overall class. I mean, it's it's been it's been awesome for IDP. Let's just put it that way. You know if you know. 
<clears throat> All right. Deion Jones came through yesterday with the overall linebacker one, had a massive week for him. 11 solos. Obviously, when you can put 11 solos down, anything else is just going to be juice. He got a sack on top of that. Three tackles for loss. Massive. I think he was the only player on the Falcons to get tackles for loss yesterday. They had three as a team. I think they were all three by Deion Jones, a quarterback hit. I said the sack already. Just a great game overall from from he and Foisted Olakun, who is also going to be featured on this list. Different, different, different games, but um, both great players. Both have been top 10, 12 linebackers the last year. And it looks like they're on the trajectory to do that again this year. And it's good to see Deion Jones putting up big tackle numbers. Um, you know, that's 15 overall tackles. Last season, his big issue was not scoring. He would score. He had plenty of points, but he I don't think I don't even think he went over double digit tackles a single game last season. Um, let me double check that. I got it right here in front of me. Yeah, last season he had okay, he had two double digit tackle games. Week 13 he had 10 and week 15 he had 10. So last season his his issue my my thing with him and I brought it up, you know, and if you have the ultimate IDP index, you can see it in his player production profile was he did score a lot of his points in the back of impact plays. He had a lot. Um, but now he has a lot of impact plays, and he's having good tackle outings. So this is a, a great sign for Deion Jones, people who have had him and held on to him. Still only 26 years old. Feels like he's been in the league 100 years. I mean, he's still like almost the exact same age as like a guy like Darius Leonard, um, who we still consider very young. Yeah, same age as Darius Leonard. So Deion Jones uh, had a great game yesterday. Kudos to everybody that's been holding on to him. Okay, here's a fun one. Nick Bolton. Okay, I know that they the Chiefs got their asses whooped yesterday. We know that. Um, and you can check my tweets. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are broken. Like the Chiefs are a broken team right now. I don't know what will fix it, but they're just they do not function well. Um, anyway, Nick Bolton, kind of a, a nice shining light for this defense right now. Four tackles for loss. I need to reiterate this because it was against Eric Henry and the Titans, okay? Um, he doesn't have any other impact plays to his name on the season, but he currently has the most tackles for loss in the entire NFL, okay? Actually, I'm saying that very confidently. Let me double, double check that. I had it pulled up this morning, and of course, now my computer is being slow. Thanks, Pro Football Reference. I think he has the most tackles for loss in the NFL. Let me double check that. He has nine. I know he has nine. Yeah, nine. The most in the NFL. He's not even playing a full workload right now. Um, so kudos to him. Meaningful player to get him against. Meaningful game. Um, and really kind of solidifying himself as a meaningful player on this defense. Um, overall, I mean, you can see tackles right there. Nine solo, six assists. That's 15 tackles. That's a big game. That's a big game for, for a boy to get in the tackle department. 15 overall tackles. Again, he's not even playing 100% of the snaps. Um, featured earlier in the season on the on the waiver wire show, very early in the season, um, you know, whenever he was still maybe available. Probably not now. Um, yeah, and if the Chiefs continue to be as dysfunctional as they appear to be on offense, he's just going to keep gobbling up these kinds of tackle numbers. It's actually quite scary. As a Chiefs fan, I'm scared. I'm terrified. All right, Foisted Olakun, I alluded to it earlier. Um, just keeps showing up and showing out. Two years in a row now. I mean, in two weeks now, basically back-to-back, -back, he's just killing it. Um, eight solo tackles, 
five assists, a pass defended with the interception. He also got in, in most leagues, you know, well, in leagues, this is a base IDP one, two, three scoring. So you don't get your interception return yards in this league. In a lot of leagues, though, you got an interception return yards. You got like 56 yards so that you can tack on another five, six points in a lot of leagues that did give you the return yards. Olakun, another massive week. He's a really good player. I mean, I just don't know what else to say at this point. He's a really good football player. He's in an unfortunate kind of situation, um, um, you know, with the Falcons who are a mess. Um, a lot of teams that are a mess this year. Everybody had them as like a dark horse candidate to look uh, to be a great team. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. He, he's having another great season. Um, and on on sleeper, you can play him as a defensive back, or at least you used to be able to. I might have to double check that because they have been changing some of those over recently on sleeper. But Solid outing from him. Let's see who else we got in here. Devondre Campbell, a former Atlanta linebacker. He's basically the best, one of the best linebackers in the league right now, according to PFF. Jalen Smith did just get get picked up by Green Bay. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's just gonna take this job away from Devondre Campbell. Uh, two forced fumbles, ten solos, three assists, and he just has game after game after game like this. He's just rattling them off. He has been for like three years now. Really good, solid games from an inside linebacker position. Nobody really wants him, but he, he plays awesome. So I don't see Jalen Smith taking this job away from him. Honestly, he's he's probably somebody that you should be looking to get because a lot of people he doesn't have the name value. He doesn't have he's not a big brand. Devon Devondre Campbell, not a big brand. You know what I mean? So all right, Kyle Duggar, back to back 25 point weeks. This guy's crushing it. Um, playing special teams obviously with the special team solo here but pass defended an interception doesn't even get his interception return yards in this one but i think he had a couple more points on top of this uh six solos and he's been doing playing really well um they've been utilizing him unlike last year where he was kind of coming on and off the field he's basically been staying out there for 80 85 percent of the snaps last couple weeks he's been producing like i said he's had 25 points the last two weeks um I really wanted Kyle Duggar to like be a thing for IDP last year, and he was not. He appears to be now, and he's honestly even outperforming the expectations that I've hoped. I mean, 25 points is is a big game for any player. Um, back-to-back weeks, I mean, that that's huge for you. Um, another, oh, we'll talk about this in a second. So I have a couple other players who perform well, but before we get to them, I do want to go ahead and um, – Let's go ahead and transition over, I guess, to the waiver wire segment of the show. But also, let's talk about the buys real quick. A lot less buys this week. I think we had like six teams last week on buy. We only have two this week. We do have the Ravens. We have the Las Vegas Raiders. Ravens-wise, we are going to be missing, you know, the primary key players for on defense are Chuck Clark, Patrick Queen, Odafe away, Marlon Humphrey, Chuck Clark. Oh, I have Chuck Clark on here twice. Um, and then Deshaun Elliott. Um, if you have Marlon or if you have uh, Tavon Young, maybe, he had a pretty decent game yesterday. Cornerback for them. Calais Campbell, you might have. You might be playing, um, I don't know, Titus Bauer if you're in a super deep league. But you're going to be missing your Ravens, all right? And then on your Raiders side, you're going to be missing two of the best pass rushers in the league right now, Yannick and Max Crosby. You're going to be missing one of the best linebackers for IDP, Denzel Perryman, actually leading the league in solos and, and in overall tackles. Corey Littleton, who's sneakily been moving up. And then Jonathan Abram, who's been playing very well as well. You're going to be missing all those guys. There are some auxiliary players off of there as well that you may or may not be missing. Carl Nassib, for instance. Um, Nick Kukowski, if you're in a pinch and you've been playing him anyway. Morig, Trevon Morig, you know. But these are your primary players you're going to be missing this week. It's going to be a lot less of a pain in the ass than last week. Um, 
But um, and so here are some players that you're going to want to be targeting on your waiver wires. Um, okay, so first and foremost, let's talk about Jonathan Greenard. Okay, I was going to show him a second ago, but I'll pull him up now. Is his overlay? There it is. Um, this is the the second. This is he's had a great season. There's not the second. This is the multiple weeks in a row now that he's scored a lot of points. Um, currently on the season has six sacks through seven weeks, three solos yesterday, two tackles for a loss, a pass defended, two quarterback hits. Um, Malone brought him up yesterday in the in the live stream. Was drafted last year by the Houston Texans. Barely played. Only started one game. 19 combined tackles total, two tackles for loss right now through five games, 17 combined tackles, seven tackles for loss, six total sacks. That's a great start to a career for this guy. Um, if he is on your waiver wire, you need to be targeting Jonathan Greeterd a lot. I mean, he's probably your number one priority, especially in Dynasty, because he's going to probably hold value long term. He's very young. If he does fall off, you're probably going to want to cut him. But what we're seeing flash right now is just, I mean, the consistency and the ability seems to be there. It was was good enough to get Whitney Merciless sent away to the Packers now, um, which I should have covered the news segment earlier. But I think I talked about that on the ranking show last week. Anyway, Jonathan Greenard, he's going to be your number one waiver wire priority this week, okay? Um, Oh, that's last week. Uh, Bernardrick McKinney had a pretty decent game or had an okay game. Um, he's going to be filling in for Tay Crowder. Who's basically been playing for Blake Martinez poorly. So they, they did sign Bernardrick McKinney. He didn't play a full snap share yesterday, but he played a decent number of snaps and I I'm projecting him to probably take over as the starter next week. So go get him on your team. Aziz Ujulari. Okay. Let's talk about him. I brought him up early in the season. He's another rookie. Um, pass rusher, two and a half sacks yesterday, three solos, three tackles for loss, four quarterback hits. Okay, the Giants, the Giants are more than just a punchline anymore. They've got some serious players on the Giants. Okay, and Aziz is he's flashed this season multiple times. Um, if he's on your waiver wires, he shouldn't be. He may be because he did put up a, a pretty low scoring game the week before. You know, in IDP, it's easy to be like, oh, this guy sucks now, and just like we don't have the emotional attachment to players as much because we don't hear about them as much like we do offensive players. Um, So it's easy to see the value drop off perceived value drop off where the value may not actually have dropped off. So if he's on your waivers, go pick him up. He's basically the future pass rush of the giants for a while. He's playing really, really good football. Um, Andrew Wingard, I have it spelled Wingard here. Uh, He's another player you're going to go check for on your waiver wires uh, coming off of the coming off of the bye week for the Jaguars. Uh, Javon Holland had a nice game this last week. He was on the waiver wire segment, I believe last week, but I wanted to bring him up again just because uh, it's, it's notable. He had a sack this week, um, a pass defended uh, tackle for loss, five solos. I mean, it was a good game, but he, his snap, his snap share has ticked up the last three weeks. I think he played a hundred percent of snaps this week. You'll have to double check that in the index whenever you get your free copy of the index. Um, but, uh, you know, 23 points. He was one of the better defensive backs on the week. And I brought this up before. Miami likes to rush their defensive backs. Okay. So if he's going to get, you know, high equity snaps where he's going to be able to get some sacks, um, all the more reason for him to not be on your waiver wire. Even as a rookie, even on a team that a lot of people are kind of dogging right now, you can find high quality players that have good fantasy value. And right now for IDP, Javon Holland is one of those guys. Um, looks like a really looks like a looks like a really great player for them. So, 
Um, Marcus May, wanted to bring him up, and Ashton Davis. Both of these guys, defensive backs for the New York Jets. Things we like about them is their bye weeks are over, okay? The bye week is over. Marcus May was a great defensive back last season. He's not really a guy that – he's kind of like Malcolm Jenkins where it's like you don't – like even when he makes a huge play on the field, like you don't really – you're not like, oh, wow, that was incredible. You're like, oh, like cool, I got some points. Like I don't know what it is about him. I'm just sharing with you my experience. It doesn't get me worked up when Marcus May has a great game. I played him yesterday in a couple spots. He really came through. I mean, seven solos. You know, a tackle for a loss, five assists, and a pass defended. And he's on the Jets, so he's going to get tons of snaps. Sign me up. He's going to get tons of points. But I'm probably never going to be really proud to have Marcus May on my team. But that being said, get him on your team if he's out there because he's their primary starter. He grades out well. He plays the game well. I know it's the Jets. I know it's ugly. But he and Ashton Davis seem to be the, the – they're the two lead guys right now at the defensive back spot for them at the safety position. Um, and you're going to want them on your teams going down the rest of the way, plug and play, no more bye weeks, nothing to worry about. You know, they're going to play a ton of defensive snaps. I mean, set it and forget it defensive back right there, probably on your waivers, both of them probably on your waivers. Sean Chandler ended up coming through with a good game. I've talked about him a couple of times last couple of weeks. Same with Jermaine Carter playing the snaps. Um, Marcus Golden has had two really good weeks the last two weeks with Chandler Jones out. But he's been playing the snaps even with Chandler Jones in. So if he's on your waiver wire because he's not, again, he's another one of these low brand equity players, go pick him up. Okay. He had a massive game yesterday. Um, tackle, two tackles, tackle for a loss. I mean, a fumble recovery, forced fumble. I believe he's forced like two or three fumbles the last couple of weeks as well. Two sacks. I mean, and the thing is, he 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 does this. Last year he was a guy I hyped up a lot um as a late round DL pickup. And he ended up not having a great season. But two years ago, he was great. He was a top 12 guy in IDP defensive as a defensive lineman. And I was like, man, like, and he, you know, nobody wanted him because he's Marcus Golden doing it again, just crushing right here, crushing souls. And he, he's playing that primary pass rushing role outside of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, outside of uh, Chandler Jones. So even when Chandler Jones is there, he's still on the field. So that's the thing you love to see. Do not let Marcus Golden sit on your waivers if he's out there. Kevin Minter brought him up. We'll have to watch with Levante David. When he comes back, Minter will not be relevant anymore. But he is a guy that's on your waivers and you are in a pinch. Shouldn't be this week, again, because Bipocalypse was last week. But if you are, Kevin Minter, he may still be out there. And then because you're white coming off of the, the bye, so you're going to get him the rest of the way. He's been playing really well for IDP. Um, again, he's one of these guys that maybe got dropped. Same with Damian Wilson. Go check your waiver wire. They had their buys last week. Maybe they got dropped. Pick somebody up. Doing some roster shuffling, whatever the situation may be. Take advantage. If these guys are out there, they're going to be useful for you. All right. So looks like I got a handful of questions here in the chat. Take a peek at these. I thought Quincy Williams would go off yesterday, but oh well. Yeah, I know. He he had a concussion. Right. I mean, like, that's what I saw on my app when I looked. He went out of the game. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, that's just the luck of the draw. Let me... Yeah. So he didn't. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Tough, tough break. Um, got a question here from Corey it says, hey, Jordan, Devin White stepped it up yesterday. What do we do about Zach Cunningham? Yeah, I brought it up a little bit ago with Cunningham. Um, you know, the situation being. Kirksey with the injured thumb, 
Maybe Cunningham gets his role back. Maybe he starts being one of the primary guys there. We'll have to see. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath, and I'm not going to put him into my starting lineup unless I see something that explicitly states that's going to be happening. But I would watch because this week will be very indicative of what the rest of the season will probably look like, or at least the immediate future, you know, two, three, four weeks. So, yeah, it was good to see Devin White have a good game. He's got a ton of quarterback hits this year, so they are still rushing him. Um, he's got big games due. I mean, basically, I mean, he's not really doing anything different than he was last year, except he's just not getting as many tackles for loss. Um, but that's probably because teams aren't able to run on them like they were early in the season last year because they just have to throw because they're going up so high. So the, the situation is a little different. The player's the same, though. Ruguru, Rashawn Gary was an awesome pickup. Yeah, I mean, he had a great, great game yesterday. Um, love to see that. And like I said, he was one of my sleepers coming into the year. If you guys go check out the sleeper videos coming into the season, he was one of the guys that I said, hey, he could pop. He's set up to pop. We've been waiting for him to pop. And boom, he popped. All right. Good call telling me Ramsey over Holland. Ramsey narrowly outscored Holland. That said, Holland looked great. I watched him a couple of games. Yeah, this is from yesterday's uh, yesterday's <clears throat> live stream show we do every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern. If you are first time around the channel, join us there. We do start sit questions, IDP and offense, uh, talk about the week's matchups. But yeah, Ramsey, I saw him get that pick, and I remember your question. Um, they both had great games, but Ramsey's been so good. I mean, he's been a top 10 defensive back multiple weeks in a row. I think he still sits quite comfortably in the top 12 overall this year. Um, this role they've got him in, he's being very productive for IDP. We've seen slot defensive backs be productive. You know, if it be Kenny Moore also having a great season. Marlon Humphrey, we saw him got, get eaten alive yesterday. But he's a slot corner, and he was playing a, a true alpha wide receiver. They had him shadowing, apparently. This is according to what I saw from Rich Rebar's tweet earlier. They had him shadowing Jamar Chase. That seems less than ideal. Considering, like I said, he's kind of a more of a, you know, like a slot corner. He's more of a, you know, getting in a guy's face kind of physical. Jamar Chase is just burning him, you know, so that's why he got 200 yards. Also, Jamar Chase is a, a god. Um, he's a top three receiver in the NFL. Like, because sometimes you just don't have to see a lot. He reminds, you know, what I see when I see him play, what I feel when I feel him play. There's two other players that have ever made me think that, like that. Tyreek Hill. The Alex Smith year, when it was just like it kept happening, people were like, oh, he's so efficient. Oh, he can't keep doing that. And he just kept shoving it down their throat. And um, the other one is A.J. Brown. Did it yesterday. We've seen him do it. He just take over a game. He can just take the whole field like that. Just snatch it right up out your soul. Just be like, I'm taking the field. I'm getting the points. And, I mean, that's not even counting how many times these guys get knocked down at, like, the one and two and three, too. So, even that, the whole story is not always told. So, Jamar Chase, he was crushing people yesterday. He's a dog. Um, I mean, he does – I mean, Devontae Smith, I'm glad he won the Heisman, and I'm glad he's a great receiver, but he is not Jamar Chase. Let's put it that way. So, that's everything for me today. Like I said, you guys know what to do to get a free month's worth of the Ultimate IDP Index. Also, just go join the Patreon. You can pay for it. You can be in the Patreon. Get in the Discord. We have a lot of cool stuff we talk about over there. Um, it's a great community, all IDP focused right now. I mean, not all, all fantasy football focused. Um, make sure you tune in on Wednesday when we do the Underdog Show. Me and Dave Kluge do a head-to-head -head draft, talk about this week's Underdog Slate. Um, and then, yeah, like, subscribe this video. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. And we'll be back later this week with the ranking show. And then on the podcast feed, we will also have 
the OP fantasy show, which I know a lot of you guys like. It's kind of like a an R-rated version of Around the NFL. So uh, not safe for work, though. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, lays on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting enough.